0: hello everyone and welcome back to from the drafts i'm charlotte i'm ellie i'm harriet and i'm carrie and today we are going to be talking about money 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 money, money. money. <laughs> we um feel like money is a thing that is not talked about a lot in society i think it is just a thing that is meant to be or seen as more private so we thought we'd break down some of the barriers maybe chat about some of our personal experiences just anything anything relating to money so hell yeah starting off school is probably somewhere that starts this weird like thing with money and um because we don't even talk about it at all in school about like money bills finance, things like that, that might be something that stems into like money being more of a private thing as we grow up into adulthood?
1: I think there's the opportunity for it to be talked to at school, and it just isn't, and I really don't understand why. Because I don't know about you, um, Charlotte yeah. and Carrie, but for me and Elliot school, we had these things called, Absolutely. like, focus or, like, development days, where you would spend a whole day and you wouldn't do your typical lessons. You would just learn about other stuff, and the other stuff was normally, like, sex, drugs and uni. Like, yeah. that's only yeah. the really s- sort of things that I thought. About, but we never learn about like mortgages, about like savings, or any of like the important life stuff. It was literally like use contraception, yeah. don't take drugs, and go to uni. That's like what those days consisted of, which is really poor.
2: Yeah, it definitely. I feel like mortgages and bills. I feel like we had a really brief thing in like one psag lesson or like whatever you call it. You know, like yeah. those lessons you had yeah. at school. And other than like that literal one lesson that said like, oh yeah, you might need a mortgage for a house yeah that's essentially yeah. like i still couldn't even tell you that even in sixth
0: it's... form like why were we not Jeremy? You know I mean? why did mm. we not have like little tutoring sessions where we spoke about that in sixth form when you're actually getting closer to that stage in life mm. like it's really strange
3: yeah like i can remember talking about it in maths but it was so boring oh, no. that i didn't want to like actually learn about it i can honestly remember our maths teacher trying to explain explain something to us that like you could tell they weren't taught to teach us if that makes sense like Mm -hmm. if they'd like visualized Mm -hmm, it for us or like really I don't know I'm a visual learner maybe but it's crazy that like we need to start paying taxes now at our age and I honestly still don't understand what it is even when people talk about like a mortgage and stuff I don't really understand what it is and like we're at the age where that's normal now it's kind of mad
0: yeah I definitely feel a little bit clueless with stuff like that and then it makes me feel stupid but i do think it just stems from school not introducing that into the curriculum at any point like i do think it is really weird that it's just there's just no they just don't touch on it it's just very strange why do we
3: need to learn about the victorians and like i but not learn about fucking like our like literally our lives like what's going to be more what's going to make more of an impact on our lives like learning about victorians or how to fucking not end up poor living on the streets. I don't
2: understand. It's so funny because me and Charlotte had this massive chat earlier about like the shit you learn at school and we're talking about like Victorians and then those hazard days that you go on (laughs) did you ever go on a thing this is completely unrelated like why did i learn how to ride a bike for school like that hasn't even happened yeah we had to go around the school field do you remember do you have those hazard days where like you'd go to like a thing like you go to a massive warehouse, warehouse and like you'd be locked in a room and smoke would start coming in you'd have to like phone 999 and stuff did you do that (laughs) <laughs> oh my no. gosh Yeah no. I did that yeah. He's
0: It's terrifying old. isn't it Like And like kids Yeah like he did loads and stuff and What do you do If you're in the
2: middle of the road And there's like a car Coming in from the That die. is actually good I know it's a bit yeah. scary But yeah. I know Kids actually I feel like it's yeah. good but.
1: We did stuff like that And it was um, We also did stuff Near like train yeah. tracks yeah. And yeah. like Crazy yeah. scenarios that are just Obviously it's good to learn In, in case you're in a frightening scenario Like that <laughs> But it's also <laughs> Wait wait you're so <laughs> What well, I like
3: like also You know those like focus days I swear people used to either bunk them Like not even turn up Or like treat it like a day off Like people used to bring in like extra sweets <laughs> or like, like Like honestly like if you think about it it's a bit deep but like why why do you need like one day like talk about it why can't it just be integrated into life like why are we having one day where we literally talk about every std for, from like nine till six <laughs> when you could just incorporate that into like normal learning All like right.
2: Do you know what I mean? Like, I was having this conversation with my friend yeah. the other day and I was saying, God, we just learnt like nothing about like sex education or like mortgages or, you know, kind of what we're saying now. And I thought, actually, did we learn yeah. more than I always say that I did? Because I'm like, I learned absolutely nothing. But we kind of just didn't give a shit because we were little and I was just not really like listening. I was thinking, oh, I don't want to learn about like, mortgages. And it was just like, and I was, I was all eating sweets at the back of the lesson. No. Do you know what I
3: mean? <laughs> I definitely wasn't I. Oh. <laughs>
2: <laughs> to be fair, I don't
0: think we learnt anything no, about no. money. It, when it comes to sex, no. I think that was more like... Friends. like i think you just learn stuff from talking to people in your year yeah. and stuff and like you would learn from just girly, other people yeah
3: and <laughs> any sex education through uh like school and education was always like um was always about getting pregnant or like stds were made out obviously to be like like if you have sex you're either going to get pregnant or get an std like it wasn't even educated properly was it like i'm sure we'll talk about that in another episode about good old sexual education when did you guys first like start figuring out that you needed to like
1: get a grips on money i think uni for me like moving out and having to deal with my finances by myself like properly to pay my rent like pay for my food shops and like bills when I lived in a house like it's suddenly all this kind of adult sort of stuff that I've never had to even like think about before like learn about and now I'm like oh well hold on like I don't really know what's going on and how the hell am I meant to manage all of this yeah
0: I vividly remember like when I started first earning money at 16 um and my mum go you might as well treat yourself now because like in a couple of years like, I'll be fending for myself basically so you might as well get stuff that you want and things like I remember her vividly saying that and I used to think like what do you mean like because obviously I was c- completely clueless about rent and going to uni and how much money I'd need to like have to like survive <laughs>
3: yeah my mum's always been quite good like since I was 15 she's like I used to have pocket money and stuff but she, like, really implemented into me that, like, getting a part-time job is how I'm going to have, like, luxuries in life. So, like, from 15 through uni, I had a Saturday job, like, the whole way through uni. I worked every single Saturday and every single Sunday. And honestly, without that part-time job, I don't know how I would have made it through uni because your loan doesn't cover your life. Like, I don't know. I guess some people are fortunate that, like, well, I guess their parents are supporting them. But I don't know. For me... I needed that part-time job.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm. Uni is such a weird one with money, I think, because I do f- I do still think it is weird. Like, I get the whole system of, obviously, people whose families can support them are on, like, a less loan, but it also doesn't... Compl- I don't fully understand it because I know that there were so many people that their families wouldn't support them and they'd have to, like, go a little bit out of their depths to try and get a job or like get money in some sort of form and it is kind of like a weird like it's fair but unfair if that makes sense Mm -hmm. like i can't explain it it's just a weird system that's been made i think
1: it needs to be changed to perhaps i personally think everyone should get first of all the same amount and then you should get like bonuses on top of like say if you are in a less fortunate situation i think that would work better rather than just Mm -hmm. being like oh, your parents earn this amount, or your... It's even stuff like your parents are still together, you get yeah. less or whatever, which it, it doesn't really make sense. And to sense. assume everyone's,
2: like, close enough with their parents yeah. to, like, yeah. why are you judging yeah. me on my parents? I get, I get why it has to come from somewhere, but, like, I don't know. It's just they don't get enough
0: context to yeah. be doing that. It, like, yeah. doesn't, it doesn't... It's not fully fair for and... everyone in mm. that sense i don't know how you'd make it more fair though really and they
3: base your like what you get on your loan from your previous your parents um pay from like the previous year so if you're like me and your parents Mm. work for themselves or have done in the past that's actually really like not accurate because like i don't know if people are redundant or Mm. like have like really low income streams one year then yes or have a really good year even for them the next year do i mean you're not it's not the same income, if you know what I mean. But yeah, anyway, side note, if you can get some kind of job at uni, I would recommend it because it is nice having an ing- something coming into your account every month. Yeah.
1: I had a part-time job in my second and third year um, and I really benefited from it. I really enjoyed it. And then obviously now I'm lucky enough to have like Instagram as a little like side hustle to give me some extra money. When I'm... <laughs> no, but I agree with you, Ellie. <laughs> Uh, i was just gonna say also for like uni students really make the most of when you like go home and work during that time like for me i worked at a restaurant just um during the summers during christmas and easter and most forms of retail like clothing or like food services they that's when they need more employers they need it in those busy periods so like it's definitely a good thing to do because to be honest Coming from a uni student, I know you don't really have much to do over summer or Christmas, so you might as well make up that money for the next year.
2: I literally did exactly that. I didn't really want a job, like, during term time. So I, whenever I was home, literally worked every single hour I could get, like, exa- exactly I remember the saying same. to my managers, like, any overtime you've got, like, just count me in. Like, I'll do it. Doesn't matter the hour. So I just, like, worked my ass off when I was back at home with my parents. So. And then when I was at uni, I was like, this is time where I can just not have a job kind of thing. Mm. But it worked out okay doing it that way that
3: just sounds like uni culture you know like when you like it reminds me of my brother in bristol like he's doing like delivery he'll probably listen to this but um like classic unis is like binging on like jobs or something and then trying to like make it last and then suddenly being so broke that you're living off rice and beans and then suddenly you get like another blast of work again and it's just
1: like a cycle i think that's the thing as well with the loan the loan will drop in such a big amount well not like a big amount you'll get like a big lump sum and then that will have to last you like two three months and then you get another bit which is obviously harder but I would like recommend perhaps if you're struggling with something like that like for me I pay my rent off straight away when I get yeah. my loan yeah and same it has. also maybe if you're struggling with budgeting a bit more transfer it to a different account and then have a like a direct debit from that account going into your um regular account so just give yourself a set budget a week coming from that account so yeah you're spreading it out a bit more rather than just splashing out in one big sum yeah
0: it is sort of weird isn't it i remember september to december was probably like the hardest time i think like budgeting with a loan because it then just four months seem to drag and then you've obviously got christmas as well which is a lot of pressure just all round like for everyone not just students so then, yeah. I think it when waiting for that January loan to drop is like God, it's like come mm. quick,
3: <laughs> Hell. I had um, my mum like for two years of uni, like it sounds. The GC does it, and she's what like forty. Oh God, that might be really mean. Is she thirty? I don't know how old the GC is, but her par- her parents <laughs> have after her money. But my mum did like all through uni, like she had all my loan. And then I asked her to transfer me like when I needed it, just because I
0: couldn't trust myself. Yeah, well, yeah. If, if it, that's going to work for you, then definitely do that.
2: You couldn't do this anymore because now you can pay by your phone. But in like first year, contactless wasn't really a thing on your phone. I don't know when mm. that came about. So I used to never take my yeah. bank card on the night out. I'd just take like some cash yeah. and then be like, well, at least I yeah, can't yeah, go to the yeah. yeah, yeah. Do you remember when your like £20
3: note though used to like fall out of your back pocket of your Joanie jeans? And like that was your taxing <laughs> money home?
1: And you'd be like, fuck, I'm, I can't get home. I tell you what the worst heartbreak was when you didn't have enough cash left for a kebab at the end of the night. Oh, don't,
2: <laughs>
3: don't, don't. <laughs> yeah, or like you haven't got enough coins and like you're splitting a taxi with your mate and then you're suddenly like, you hey, just pay and I like, just pay in the morning. <laughs> and they're
0: like, chasing their taxi money for weeks. <laughs> it genuinely feels like all of that stuff is like a dream, like
2: yeah. getting a taxi. Yeah going to town. I wonder if uni students are finding their, you know if you've had like one year in the pandemic and one year out of the pandemic at uni do you think they're spending less because well you know Harriet you're yeah less. I'm
1: uh so personally yeah I'm spending less like a lot less on going out clubbing obviously and then going out and doing other things like I used to quite like working in coffee shops obviously I can't really do that anymore but um saving me money not going clubbing and we're not doing other things, but I just I feel like everyone in the pandemic is just like online shopping to like fuel yeah. <laughs> fuel their life. So I'm buying a lot more stuff online, like <laughs> stuff I don't even need. But yeah, as a whole, I am saving money. Yeah, homeware. Oh
3: my god, it's like a hobby, isn't it? Really, mine's takeaways, guys. Like <laughs> honestly, I. I think, if when's Lent? I might give up takeaways for Lent. Um, I hate to break it to you. It
1: started yesterday, <laughs> or two days ago, whenever. Well,
3: I hate to break it to you, Harriet, but today's the, like, first day in, like... Actually, I almost ordered a dish dishroom dish room last night, and I didn't. So I could start it from now... Na- oh, no, I'm getting takeaway tomorrow night. <laughs> anyway, guys. That
2: lasted long.
3: <laughs> um, Nella Rose... Uh, no, and Mar- Mar- Mariam, Nella's best friend, did a YouTube video where... Um, she counted all her delivery and Uber Eats um, spends in lockdown, and I I couldn't do it. I I honestly couldn't do it because I think I spend at least like five hundred pound a month on <laughs> fucking takeaways.
2: Have you ever done Amazon? You can look at like your Amazon no. history purchases, and it's, it's oh no, I don't want to look at Amazon. Mine would be so bad what do you guys buy from amazon i never
3: buy from amazon you can
1: get it's everything wonderful. and the fact that it comes mm. next day like i can't even think of something off the top of my head but a lot of my stuff is from amazon just because i'm like oh fancy that let's get it on prime yeah. i remember we said about the whole
0: takeaways thing at uni like i wonder how much we've spent on takeaways throughout like being at uni and stuff and we like, that make me feel a bit sick
1: <laughs> to be fair i think my flat is like getting less takeaways than we normally would and i think mm. that's because we're going out less so we're hung over less and therefore mm. like normally when i would get a takeaway would be when i come in drunk from a night out or the next day when i'm feeling really hungover. and because we're not going out like a couple of times a week it's now so cooking it's something to do as
0: well do you know what i mean cooking's like yeah, quite fun yeah. like not, not boring like i don't know especially if you've got really. more time in the house
3: guys it's it's a problem like i think i think it's because i'm working from home so like i don't have a distinction at the end of the day so like i like ordering a takeaway to make me think i've got like some kind of normality because we used to eat out so much like all of us before lockdown like being in london yeah. like going to events whatever so just ordering like even i've got into bad habit of ordering like starbucks for my lunch when i could just walk down the road and go to the cafe like oh it's actually so bad don't get uber eats and don't get delivery if you want to save money
2: <laughs> what are our like top tips then for like especially for students but i guess in general like what are your top tips if you're really you know trying to save your money monzo
0: mon i was gonna say monzo it's pretty good i had that at uni i was yeah. just gonna say
3: for anyone that doesn't know what monzo is it's like a credit card but it's like an app on your phone and you can create like multiple cards within your card where you can like budget you can like create different pots they call it where you can put different amounts of money in yeah and then you can also create like you can give yourself a budget for each section where it'd be like groceries transport like whatever and it lets you know if you've gone over it and that's fucking brutal
1: yeah i, yes, I, I was it's. just gonna kind of agree with that saying it's like so triggering every time you spend you get like that little notification on one side and i'm like okay <laughs> i don't want to say Patricia Bright, I've recently
0: been watching on YouTube. She's, oh, she's really amazing. great for like money advice and just really she's open about talk, like talking about finance. And she interviews people on her channel, doesn't she as well? And like in the it like
1: talking it about tab- businesses and stuff. She has a really good podcast actually on mm. money and finances. I listened to, I think it's a couple months old, but her episode with Grace Beverly, and it was very. Very That's what I listen to
0: on her YouTube. Two Queens yeah. is so good. Yes.
1: What What are your top tips, Carrie and Shaw? Mm, um, I have a help
0: to buy ISA that I always because you can, you can transfer two hundred pounds a month into there like maximum. So, like I try and do that every month if possible, just to like have something for like the future when I want to like buy a house or something. Like just I just have that as like my main s- savings. Um, so I'd say that
2: at uni i used to try and do days that were like no spend days which would stop you you know if you've got to like near the end of the day and you're like oh i've not spent anything yet it would encourage me to not just like pop to the shop and spend like a five. because i'd be like no i'm going to keep today as a no spend day mm-hmm. kind of thing i
3: should i i should do online shopping because every time i go into the supermarket this morning i went in wanting one iced coffee and i left spending 25 pounds and i just know that i do if i do that most days like that's actually a problem so, I guess if you can order your groceries online, it stops you from being tempted. Try go to the supermarket at seven when the discounts are on.
1: Yeah, honestly, we live for, like, reduction time in my uni so mm-hmm. Same. <laughs> Same. <laughs> yeah. I think as well, like, um, write a list and get what's on your list because if you don't really know what you're getting, you'll pick up stuff you don't need. A good one is to um, write stuff down as well once you've spent it.
2: Like, if you, keep tr- like if you actually write it down, it makes you realise how much you're spending sometimes, like... I don't know, writing it down, being like, just bought this. That I did that in first coffee, year, yeah. £3. And you start looking at it, you think, like, yeah. God, you didn't need to buy half of that, and it gets you into, like, a better mind. Yeah. Money mind. Did you guys have,
0: like, a weekly budget? You set yourself, like, a budget? Because I don't think... I think I did in first year for a few weeks, and then it just wore off.
1: <laughs> yeah, I try to, but... I feel like, as well, like, weekly life just varies so much, and I feel like I can't... Like, one week I won't spend that much, and the next week I might a bit more but i to be honest i actually reckon now in lockdown i probably could set myself a weekly budget and i would probably hit it most most weeks because i'm not spontaneously doing things but i would say yeah that's probably a good idea what carrie was saying about the cash thing i remember like back in
3: the day it was so much easier to like see what you were spending because now with contactless like it just it's it's almost like you've got like a fake toy card like it doesn't feel like real money Whereas to, like, actually get out your, like, notes and your pound coins, like, back in the day, (laughs) that felt like you were actually, like, wishing your life away. I kind of wish that I could see the money that I transfer over, because this morning, would I have actually transferred over
2: 25 notes? I feel so different. Imagine if you got handed your earnings.
1: Yeah. Like imagine
2: if somebody went like, oh here's and like passed you cash. How different it would feel to it just going into your bank account.
1: I, I I get that, but for me, like if I find cash because I don't spend it anymore, I'm like, oh it's like free money because I don't kind yeah. of like, yeah. Yeah. in my yeah. head I don't kind of like equate for having that cash. I don't think I'm like, oh I, that's money I didn't think I had. But that's like, different. Spend that on whatever, and I don't see myself but that's different because you've got a card now
3: but i'm saying like if we didn't have cards and it went back to cash and everything was physical and you could actually see what you were handing over like if that was everything you had yeah i don't know i it scares me i think it's too easy to spend money these days
1: yeah i think like spending 50 pounds on your card is easy done but then if you're handing over like 20 (laughs) pound notes in a turn i'd be like oh god that's like quite a bit (laughs) <laughs> yeah like nights out like in london when you're like contactless for like
3: 25 pounds for like two shots or like two drinks like imagine if you were actually but apple pays it's, the worst it's thing. the devil's like invention i don't and it's so bad i don't even look anymore
1: at what the number is before i tap i agree and then you wake up the next morning and you're that's like that's a problem i don't even want to check my bank statement because i know it's going to be so bad i do it so bad I do it on my Starbucks trip. I never look. Uh, I I kind of feel like, um, going back to, like, uni, I feel like it's quite difficult because with money at uni, like, going into your overdraft is so, like, common and it's, it's like, nothing. And I think it... Because, obviously, at uni, most student accounts, you get, like, a free overdraft for, like... I think mine was either, like, two or three grand where you don't have to pay any extra fees on the interest. So I think... It just not encourages you, but you kind of get into the mindset of like, oh, it's okay if I'm like minus whatever, because I don't have to pay anything on it. And I can just build it up on my, my next loan job. But I do think it's quite a dangerous mentality to get into. See, I disagree with that. So
3: I'm on Nationwide um, and their whole scheme, not an ad, um, is that over the three years, it increases to three grand. And then when you leave uni, it goes out mm. a grand a year. And for me, like, I'm still in my overdraft. Controversial, putting it out there quite a lot, actually. Because, basically, because it gives you that grand to get out over a year when you leave uni, it supports you. Like, for me, I could still move to London and still do it, get, find a job in London and still afford it. And then I know that by by getting a job, I'll be able to pay that grand back over 12 months, if you know what I mean. So actually, without my overdraft... I couldn't have gone travelling. I couldn't have moved into yeah. my own place in London. Like, it's there to support me. So, like, even though I don't want to stay in it, it's, it sounds so weird, but it's like, it's like a sponge that I can go in and out of, even though I'm earning money. If you know what I mean? Like, I can dip out, like, if I needed to, like, su- support my rent or whatever. But I know that not every overdraft is the same. And honestly, if I'd left uni and there was just no overdraft, like you're saying, Harriet, I'd be, I would
1: be able to cope, but because it allows you to go out. I think it just normalises it, and I don't think that's technically like, for me anyway, I don't think, like, I obviously I've been in my overdrafts loads of times throughout uni, and I've now tried to get into the mindset of like, you shouldn't be doing that, you shouldn't get comfortable with it because it's not a good idea but obviously I know sometimes you can't help it and for me I'm on Santander I have a student account and I think if I'm right um I think my first year after uni I think I had like my overdraft was taken down to only one grand and now because it's technically two years since I graduated That's
3: mad. I don't
1: have an overdraft anymore even though I'm doing my master's and I'm like having that's to pay crazy. like uni housing fees and everything i technically don't have one well i'd get charged look
2: into your overdrafts guys i never set one up at uni like i just didn't set one up because i knew if i yeah. had not overdraft i would max it out like I, I would literally have maxed out uni like i had no self-control so i just never set one up there was but i knew that i could not be like my parents couldn't support me that's what i'm just saying That's why I think people
3: need an overdraft. Like, not everyone can afford to be supported and not everyone can, like, survive off their loan. Yeah, obviously, I I think
1: it's good for those who need it. But I also think, like, Carrie, how you were saying, like, those people that don't necessarily need it, because it's there, people end up taking it and even, like, making unnecessary purchases. That's the thing. It just
2: forced me to kind of, like, budget a bit more because, like, I I think I would have spent more if I had it. Whereas, like, I was like, okay, you've got this much left for the month. But obviously, there was times where I was, like, really poor. But like I do you know I mean like I just I don't know I would have I would have gone I know what what I'm like I would have gone into it so so much like more than I needed to so
1: yeah I think we're all in a very like fortunate position with how we've been at uni like we've all managed to come through okay and like have the finances we needed at the time with or without our overdraft so I'm very appreciative for that and I think we all are it's
0: taught us a lot I feel Mm. like uni and money and stuff like I think it has made us shaped us in the best way
1: how have you guys found like graduating do you think you've learned more about money since moving out from uni and stuff
2: Mm. i think the whole uh, self-employed self-employed thing was a bit of a shock to the system like there was a lot to learn like a lot that i wasn't expecting it to be that complicated Mm. i'm not gonna lie
0: yeah so for context um we had to register this year as self-employed and obviously that was a a big shock and something a bit different to Mm. the um what we're used to and i've had like help from like my family and stuff who are self-employed to try and like help me register and um keep track of all I of like think... my s- stuff that comes in and stuff that's going out and things and it is just a whole new world that i just mm. had no idea really yeah. about at all
2: and it's conf- it's a confusing world like it's i was con- reading it like um what am i doing the right thing here like it's i don't know it's really difficult i think mm. And
3: what's interesting is you guys have your business too like you have your business mm. and your yeah. social media yeah, i know
2: nothing about that yeah and they're like classes different types of self-employed which makes it
0: yeah. oh really yeah, yeah so sole trader and partnership
2: <laughs> god they
3: really don't teach us anything do they in school
2: <laughs>
3: no like, <laughs> no honestly like it's <laughs> so stressful like, them days national I
2: insurance i didn't really know what i was doing like i know
0: my number but like what even is <laughs> Wait, it
2: what actually is it <laughs> it's actually
3: interesting i feel like all three. Of, oh, sorry. It's because you guys are on the same screen now. All four of us um, have over like the last few years all experienced like multiple income streams at the same time. Like th- th- I think that is quite unique. I forget that not everyone has two jobs.
1: Yeah, we are very fortunate with like, especially when we have all started making money from Instagram. None of us really expected it. Unexpected. To get that extra money, so I think, especially for me right now, I kind of take that money as like, almost like treat myself or like saving money. Um, So because it's not money that I'm accounting for, I like never think, oh, I'm going to earn roughly this much from Instagram this month or whatever. Whenever I do earn, I've now actually only recently I think I set up like halfway through last year, set up a separate account just to transfer money straight into, and I don't touch it just just for me to save because otherwise. I would like put that money into my normal account and it would just go like I don't know where it would go I'd just spend it and now because I don't have that money in my account I'm still coping fine I'm just not I'm not buying unnecessary shit anymore because it's not there for me to do that so I do think yeah if you're struggling with like saving and you feel like you're buying too much just transfer stuff to another account and then you'll be like pleasantly surprised you'll look at it and be like oh wow like I have a bit more money in there than I thought and like if you do need it if you're like a crisis, and you need that money, you can easily transfer it back. But it's if you're like not seeing it in your account every day, it, it does like Carrie said, it forces you to budget and it forces you to stick to a set number. Definitely, if you have like multiple income
3: streams, if you can try and like, like I do that. Like I have my day job, which I pay my bills and rent. But like it has been really hard at times where like social media, I haven't really made much from it, and I've realised shit. Like it's tight. It's a tight like. I, I could just about live in this flat like I could just about go and see my friends and it's a luxury um but like Harriet said like if I wanted to I, I could budget it's just I'm in this like predicament at the moment where I'm just like I'm in my early 20s like do I want to save or do I want to just like live my life you know
1: um, yeah that's the thing what do you guys think is like worth spending money on when you're young and you want to do so much what would you say is worth spending and what would you say you wouldn't Really spend on tequila, <laughs> porn star martini. See, talking about alcohol, old I always think for me, <laughs> I never buy a bougie spirit. I'm like, give me, oh yeah, come give on, give me the shit stuff, <laughs> give me the. the echo falls (laughs) yeah the other day I bought a bottle of
3: wine that was like from New Zealand like I proper looked at it and I was like why the fuck I had my wine and it was
0: nice but I was like mate I could have bought like a three pound bottle of wine and it would have tasted the same to me
1: it'd just been the same yeah (laughs) (laughs) I think
0: think just I think travel obviously not currently but I think travel is so worth spending the money on you learn so fucking much from doing that like you get so much life experience and I know that's such a like travel traveling thing to say isn't it it's like I just went and found myself but (laughs) it just does like I think as
1: well if you can't afford to travel like I personally haven't done this myself but I know there's lots of options if you want to go somewhere and you can work out there you can get like a working visa um I know someone that's gone out to Australia and he's working there for like quite a few months and he's actually stayed there the whole of the pandemic but it is like possible if you don't think you have the funds to go out there and earn a certain amount and live off that and like if you if you've got the
3: funds it sounds like i can definitely tell who's the reckless spender in this group because of what i'm about to say um but i went to (laughs) bali with enough but i came home broke but i knew i'd go home to my auntie and i'd have like kind of a cushion to support me um but just be prepared that if you do go traveling like Charlotte said, I'm so glad that I came back broke because I had the best life experiences in that just over a month. Mm. Um, but yeah, just mm. be prepared. <laughs> that um, I would honestly say spend every last penny on yeah. travelling though. Like, it's so
0: worth I it. I saw someone, I can't remember where I saw it. It was either on someone's story or some quote on Instagram or something. And I can't remember it exactly. I'm probably going to butcher it. But it was something about like, do you want to, it's kind of morbid, do you want to die <laughs> with money sat in your account? Like, oh, would you no? Like, imagine if I died in the next few days, like, and I've just got money in my account. Like, I just want to go live my life, like, use it to have experience <laughs> and just enjoy myself. Yeah. Obviously, not recklessly. Like, I'm. I do think saving is handy if you're looking to like do something big, like, and invest in something. But mm. I also do think if you are think if you are your desire is to go traveling or do something that would cost money like fucking do it but like, especially with this year like fucking yeah. just go I mean, and do it
2: we're like want to talk because i've just essentially used all of my money to get this flat up literally all <laughs> yeah, all of my money it. um but i just thought do you know what like we're in a loads of people like why are you moving to london in a pandemic and i was thinking because there's nothing to do you may as well live with my best friend you know what i mean <laughs> like that was, a, that was a massive chunk because of... we're self-employed we had to basically pay like a lot up front mm-hmm. so it was basically everything I'd yeah. saved completely um <laughs> so that might have been a bit stupid but like I don't know no regrets definitely. yeah
1: I do think as you're young definitely use it for experience and I think um I think a lot Of like the time now on social media like materialistic things are really like pushed and shoved in front of our eyes but I think all four Mm. of us aren't really that materialistic like none of us are that big on designer or anything like that it just doesn't really go with us and I think I would much rather spend money on a holiday and do some amazing stuff than buy one designer bag like what's going to bring me more happiness in life it's, it's, yeah, I agree.
0: Like, if that makes you happy, then yeah, it makes you happy. But I just think that's that's a short, but if that was me, it would be a short burst of happiness. And I don't even yeah. like any designer items that much to do that. Like, yeah, no, honestly, just... I'd
3: be okay with never having a designer item in my life, but eating well and seeing nice things like that yeah. is all I care about. And, and traveling, like, kind of going off what you were saying before, we're all getting towards our mid 20s um but and like we're obviously being like practical and being sensible but like what we we're saying before the cheesy quotes and shit like your early 20s and your late teens are the time for making spontaneous decisions where you don't have a mortgage yet and you don't have kids yet and you don't have like a partner that you need to support you know whatever so um it is so cringy, but like, honestly, I feel like in those years, just say yes more than you say no. What Carrie's saying, like, she'll make, you'll meet the money. Like.
1: Start on OnlyFans if you need to. <laughs> honestly, i all
3: honestly, girls making your OnlyFans, girl, make
0: your coin. Make your coin.
3: I
1: really want to start um, one for like feet pictures, like feet pics. Oh, yeah, feet cool. pic, girl. Because yeah, I feel it. like, I don't yeah. feel exposed Showing people my feet, and I was like, if people <laughs> if people want to pay for my feet, fucking do it. They do it, can yeah. have it. Oh god, In please. Serious, I like <laughs> how, do you,
2: how do you make that successful? Because I would do that. Yeah, I
0: would do that. So many people did that at uni. Did they for you as well? Shoes. There's a thing like
2: shoes. Yeah. Some what? Guy. Only fans
0: at uni. Not only fans, but like just paying for feet, but like on instagram hey. or something like asking yeah. for feet pics and like there was a guy in lincoln that asked for them and was paying people for them i
2: wonder if anyone else <laughs> in lincoln knows what we're talking about yeah. because like all my friends would you know what i mean
3: yeah. my my friend has a sugar daddy kind of vibe but she just sends him pictures of her belly button um oh, and she gets like hole. 50 60 like pounds a time
1: um
3: oh, nice. but like do you know what i mean go get your coin i know people that are teaching english online <laughs> this is this has been quite a switch up. <laughs> Only fans are teaching English, but I don't know. Like, do you not feel like there could be tutoring you could do right now? Help, like parents. Yeah,
0: A- Aiden's been yeah. doing that. Aiden's been doing that for someone for doing A level because he's doing physics. Um. At uni he's like helping someone with physics and maths at a level or something like he and he's getting like whatever i don't know how much but that just any little side hustle Thrifting, or like something to just off. help you get by like
1: there's so many opportunities and i think if you're good at something and you feel passionate about something you can make that into a way to make money yeah you just have to facts. like really think about what you want Big to do facts. and especially if you enjoy it it's going to come so easy and so natural to you. So just just pursue it. It might be hard at first, and people need to understand as well. Like nowadays you're not going to start doing something and instantly make money. You have to work for it. So work for it and then make a job that you love. If you're passionate about it, you can do it. Yeah,
3: and if you're like listening to this right now and you follow us on social media and um you want to be an influencer because you've heard people make money and telling you now like you it literally you do not make money if you want to make money does that make sense yeah you have
0: to be passionate about like, it otherwise
3: yeah you yeah like we've never sat there gone oh we want to make money like it, it if we if we make money from social media it I honestly... It sounds so cringy, but I feel like it comes when we're just, like, passionately, Like, we post because we like to post. It's not, like, all our stuff's ads. Like, we post, like, our fashion stuff, our
0: body
2: confidence
3: we stuff. We enjoy like, taking
2: photos. You guys, are If you're after money, I like, would genuinely just advise it's quicker to get a job. Like, as in just a, any job that's advertised because you have to put so many hours in for,
1: before... If you're passionate about it and you want to start sharing something on social media, then go for it. But remember... Don't do it if you just want a quick fix of money because it's not going to mm-hmm.
0: happen, or it will be like the zero point zero 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 one percent that it does happen to like really mm. quickly, but it's yeah. it is very rare. So madness, get that bread, get that head, then leave. Peace out all right shall we shall we move on to our dilemma of yeah of the episode so we're gonna start trying to add a few little dilemmas at the end of our episodes just for a little bit of fun so if you want to get involved we've got our ask fm link on our instagram which is just from the drafts pod um carrie take
2: it away okay so i woke up in the middle of the night and caught my boyfriend reading through my messages on my phone he was upset that i told my bestie that i was doubting the relationship am i right to be super pissed off red flag or what pearls of wisdom this way please ladies oh my god i love how that was written i think that's a red
1: flag Ah, oh, i don't know i'm pearls gonna oh i don't know i think i think red flag like but obviously you're already doubting it if you've said to your best friend that you're having like doubts then he's feeling the same way that's why he's reading through your phone so it's clear that things aren't okay and obviously Mm -hmm. he doesn't feel secure in the relationship or doesn't feel like the relationship's good if he feels the need to look for your messages during the night like there's obviously like a big issue there like i feel like if you're in a happy relationship you have that trust with each other that you don't need to read each other's i think
2: you really need to establish what like sounds bad like his issue is why he's doing it because it might be that he's had like you know really bad relationship yeah Yeah. it's okay but you can like talk through that and work out that you're not the same as this girl he dated before whatever the situation is but without talking about it like it does just seem like uh why why are you reading my messages you know what i mean Mm -hmm. um yeah. yeah it is a red why flag but yeah
0: that? you should question yeah. maybe say like why like why are you doing this like yeah. what are you insecure like are you insecure about because of a previous yeah. relationship or you just have suspicions or like I, yeah, like you think you just need to talk about it really don't you and figure I, out um,
1: i think you need to express going? your doubts to him as well because obviously he now knows you have them mm. and maybe you can either work through on those doubts and he can like not fix them but he can be like yeah i understand that i can i can do this to make things better or you just it quits. <laughs> what, what comes
3: to my head straight away is like the amount of girls that you know like when people always say trust your gut like the amount of girls that have gone onto their boyfriend's phone because their gut is telling them something and they found something and it's been right and i can't help but think in this situation that that guy has felt something in his gut and he thinks he's going to be right so he's looked for it and he's found it and like he hasn't found mm. cheating as such but he's found what he wanted to find and that's that you were down to the relationship. And I'm not I honestly think like absolutely fair play. You're allowed to like at the end of the day, Harry's completely right. Like you don't you want your partner asking you, right? Not going on your phone. Like just ask me like what's yeah. up. Um and like you're so totally allowed to discuss that with your friends, but in this situation, he's gone looking for something and he's found it. And maybe that's because you haven't communicated or with each other that something's going on and the fact that you can't you that the instance has been found through the phone rather than an in-person
2: conversation. Yeah, thinking about it, is the red not flag so not more that you were speaking to your best friend about doubting the relationship? Like, is that the red flag, is that not in your mind about the relationship? Do you get what I mean? Is that is the red flag not that you're not sure about the relationship rather than, don't get me wrong, it's weird, it's yeah. on the phone, but first of all, yeah. what's, why are you doubting the relationship? I think it's both. It's, mm. yeah. it's like she's got an ick.
3: Yeah, she's got an ick from him looking at the phone, but she already was doubting it anyway.
2: Yeah, you've already texted your best friend saying like you're doubting the relationship, so what? There's something clearly going on here where you're not sure yeah. what you want, um, and I don't know if you are now like sort of like projecting that onto him by being like, yeah. oh, yeah, Bit oh, and flag-y. now you're looking through my phone. I definitely doubt you now. <laughs> I don't know. Do you know yeah, 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 yeah. No, I think whereas that I think is... you fundamentally might be unsure um, about him. Side
0: note i would be i wouldn't be able to go back to sleep because she said it happened in the middle of the night yeah i would be yeah. <laughs> I, I would literally be like why the fuck are you looking at my phone We probably had an argument
3: well, if, yeah like, do you
2: know like he's annoying um, i've actually like, got
3: another is. intel into this i actually have a friend who has been with their partner for like three years and at the beginning of the relationship this happened to her and she woke up in the middle of the night and he was looking at her phone. And like they've now communicate and have been together for years. So I think it is definitely a hundred percent something you can work through. Um, but like the key problem is the communication part here. Like, why like why can't you be up front with each other? And imagine how you would have felt. Mm, yeah.
0: Yeah, that's a problem mm. in, in itself, really, isn't it? Like not being able to communicate with your the person you're seeing or bit or with is probably is like a massive problem. Mm. Mm. Sticky one still. It can be sorted though. Can be sorted. A hundred percent. And maybe like do you know
3: I I don't know if this is controversial and I don't know if Harriet um actually Carrie is part of the home strap for like you guys in relationships. Like it's I think it is quite normal to kind of go off your partner a bit and then like you're not gonna be a hundred percent in the relationship the whole time I'm not saying that you two like I don't know but I think you're allowed to have points where you're like a bit or I don't know like a bit unsure and then kind of rein it back in and potentially like be proper smitten again like I don't think you have to be 100% in all the time I don't know maybe that's controversial but no I
1: I kind of get that like I think relationships aren't going to be perfect 100% of the time and as much as like you want the perfect relationship, things are going to go up and down, but that doesn't mean that there can be loads of downs. I think people sometimes take from that. Yeah, Like, great. they sometimes, like, glamorise, like, toxic stuff and think, oh, it's okay, not every relationship's perfect, when in reality, like, the relationship is a no-go. But obviously, like, sometimes my boyfriend does stuff and it'll piss me off and I'll maybe for lack like of a few hours be like, oh, he's really, like getting to me and like i wouldn't say i'd like doubt things but like i might i might say like text ellie and be like oh my boyfriend's pissing me off at the moment like this is getting like annoying me but still like it's i still like knew like i want to be with him still and i'm not like f- fully doubting
2: <laughs> Rob listening like Yeah
1: So jokes that I I'd probably say the same thing Harriet But like it's so
0: jokes Because if Aiden was like Saying to his friend shot pissing me off I'd be like Yeah I hate you <laughs> I yeah, think there's I a, a difference Between there.
3: someone and I know people that have been In like eight year relationship, Double standards Yeah but I think as an adult Like it is normal to have like Have
0: moments That are maybe more serious Yeah you can't be like Fully compatible with anyone Like mm. you're not going to be Happy 24-7 I like, It's we literally are. the most Unrealistic thing In the world. <laughs> Come back to us In three months guys
1: We'll <laughs> <laughs> be doing the podcast In separate rooms <laughs> Right Shall we wrap it up So make sure you guys are following us on Instagram because we like to get a bit interactive with our episodes and we put often some polls up or some questions for you guys to answer. So if you want to be featured in one, you know, you can slide into the DMs or respond to our polls, but Charlotte's here with the results.
0: Right, so we have put a poll asking whether you prefer to spend or to save. Hmm.
2: And what are the results, Carrie Pendle? So... We have 76% of people prefer to save. Fuck! Guys, come on! We've got some savers. Well, Mm. I'm different. Mm. so (laughs) I do think, as we've said before... I'm a saver for sure.
1: (laughs) I think live (laughs) in your young 20s and spend. But also bear in mind that you need to save Mm. a little bit.
2: I think you need to work out a percentage of what you need to spend and what you need to save. Yeah. For most people, I would say it's like you are going to put. Ow! <laughs> you see, I just, I just hit myself in the eye so hard. Just give <laughs> give yourself a
3: number and know what you have to play with. Like, I think you can save
1: or but or like manage your money and still have fun. Yeah. Hopefully, and as Charlotte you know. said, you don't want to die with money in your bank account. So, live your life, girl.
0: <laughs> Yeah, that is shit. That would be shit.
1: Well, at this rate, if I
3: die, my um, my family's gonna have to pay like my little overdraft off,
2: so Yeah, they will. So- I'm picturing Charlotte on her deathbed just ordering like loads of wagga mamas. Like being like there's not gonna be a penny in my bank account. I'd be getting strippers.
1: Yeah. Ordering strippers in my
2: deathbed. On that note.
0: On that note, we're gonna love you.
2: I oh. leave you. It was lovely yeah, talking to you guys though. i <laughs> that from
0: someone's <laughs> YouTube.
2: <laughs> Thanks, Thanks for start. listening. To me guys. Bye. 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 Bye.
3: Bye. Bye.